Hello and welcome to episode 122 of the Worldwide Chelsea podcast. It's your host, Matt, back again. And I am joined by my wonderful co-host and the man that can keep on time in this stuff, Jesters. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing excellent. How about you? I think, uh, you know, as I'm sitting here looking down at my phone, I think I've got some, some uh, nervous Nancy. Yeah, all I see is excuses in the, in the group chat from the co-owner as well, not to be on, on time, 16 minutes late. Oh, it's he, not he good just, enough, is it? Just rolled, just, just woke up, ready to roll, baby. Just woke up. Mind you, his time right now is 1.17 p.m. in the afternoon. Now, not, I, I say we let him on because I want to know what kept him up so late that he had to wake up at 1.17 in the afternoon. I mean, come on, man. That's something you would do if you were in college. He's almost as old as me. Yeah, he's a grown-ass man. <laughs> oh, not good enough, but he's still not coming on. He's ready to roll. And I've said oh. hurry up, so it is what it is. But while... While we we wait for him to come on, we'll, we'll speak we'll speak about the wonderful Chelsea that did beat Leicester three one. Um, for me, good result at the moment. Results are what we need to get. Performances can come later, but it was acceptable in terms of performance. Obviously, we did have our debate yesterday on on the Worldwide Chelsea channel. If you guys do check that out. Um, on that, and I'm sure once Carlito finally arrives, we'll have that again. But what did you think of yesterday's match as an overview? I think it was a step uh, forward. People were saying that the Dort we played better against Dortmund than we played yet, you know, yesterday. And I was like, what Dortmund match did you watch? Because it's we definitely played better yesterday. Now it may be that the opponent opponent was not as good as Dortmund. It's a case to be made. I don't think that's the case. I just think that uh, they're starting to play a little bit better together as a team instead of a, a collection of individuals. Um, adding the three at the back has allowed us to play uh, add, us, add width onto the pitch. And when you add width in the attacking third, it's harder to defend than having everybody packed into the middle. And that's what, that's what was killing us before. Uh, we were getting chances, but it was very, very difficult to uh, capitalize on those chances when you're having to go through five or six defenders. And uh, so that's helped a lot. But, you know, it's a, it's a step forward. Um, we need to maybe work on some offsides. But, uh, yeah, I, I think all in all, improvement over the last game. And hopefully uh, Everton next week we see uh, an improvement again. What about you, Ryan? What do you think? <laughs> What's up, guys? Sorry for being late. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's good enough from the co-owner of, of, of the channel to be late 19 minutes. <laughs> I was snoozing. Full disclosure, I fell asleep. <laughs> now, did, did, um, what time did you fall asleep? Uh, like 9 a.m.? What time did you go to bed last night, man? No, I mean, it's, it was an intermittent snooze. It, it, it was a snooze after the sleep. So it's kind of like the old man snooze. 
Ah, I mean, dog, call it what you want. I was watching Man United and it, it put me to sleep. <laughs> okay, maybe that that is that, to be fair, that is probably good enough reason. I, I was I was hate watching them because I wanted them to lose and it just didn't happen. They I think they died. Uh despite having a red card. Oh, well, uh actually we I, I want to mention a couple of those uh incidents. Um Oh my because, god. Yeah, you have you've got evidence, brother. Well it some of the fraudulency from some of big accounts, both on YouTube and on Twitter, needs to be called out here. Okay? <laughs> they, they are comparing Andre Mariner not seeing João Felix being fouled and VAR not intervening with Andre Mariner seeing a red card tackle and recommending that the uh, game official go and take a look. Those are apples and oranges, my guys. Yeah. They're not the same thing. VAR, the, whoever was used, uh, running VAR yesterday for, uh, you know, against us, basically, because that's what it was, was the person that we should be mad at. Okay, Mar- Mariner let, was, had some bad calls on the field let the game get out of hand. But those two incidents, the Kai incident and the Felix incident, was on the VAR official for not recommending a second look being had. Because yeah. both of those incidents were at least worth a recommendation of look at it again. Whether you yeah. think they're red cards or not, that should have been, been uh, that should have been what, what happened, and it didn't. Um, the Marcus Rashford so-called penalty Give me a freaking break. I still, at this moment, have not seen any contact between the keeper and Marcus Rashford. Okay? You cannot give an angle from behind, behind the keeper slightly because you cannot see if there's any daylight between the two. You have to have a front view or a back view. Those are one of the calls that if the official gives it on the field, it doesn't get overturned because... He might have seen something that you can't see on the video. But the reverse is also correct. If he doesn't give it on the field, there is not enough evidence from any angle I've seen to say that is a stonewall pin. Never in a million years. But what happens is when their team loses, they can't just take the blame that you played shite today and instead you're going to blame it on a referee. Nah. I ain't having that. You got what you deserve because you haven't turned up in the last two Premier League games. Okay, you beat a crap Betis team or whoever they played, but you can't beat no Premier League teams right now. And so I'm sorry to say, just take this and Ken Hag, shut your freaking bald-headed self. I don't even want to hear the referees influence the game. That was a red card. Your player influenced the game by by tackling somebody in a manner – which got him sent off. Enough is enough. Yeah, I mean, literally, we, we could we could have complained about the, the referee yesterday. Obviously, I, I agree in your sentiment of, yeah, Andre Marilla has missed it. And that is one of them things, as a referee, former referee myself, you do sometimes just miss him. Um, and it's not a crime to miss him. The crime, as you said correct, correctly, is to then look at a replay of that, a slow motion replay, and then decide to not do anything about it. Um, I think that's ridiculous, but we could have, there, there could have been a multitude of 
red cards. I mean, we look, we even look at the Kai Havertz one, um, effectively get a karate kicked. Um, Jackie Chan would be proud of that karate kick from a Leicester player. But um, it is what it is. Um, you just can't. We we, 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 we we don't have to moan about it because we won. Um, it's lucky about that. But um, Ryan, how? what did you think of the overall game now you've had kind of 24 hours to kind of digest it and think about it a bit more? Oh, we were okay. You know, there was a 15-minute period, and I had mentioned this on the stream yesterday, where we allowed them to dictate, you know, and, and, to, and, to, and to really impose their own will, despite what little will they have. And it, it was actually quite irritating. I kept saying to myself, fuck, if we keep doing this, they're going to score. And I didn't really understand the tactics of you know, Connor Gallagher being one of the forwards and us just allowing Lester to possess the ball, attack us. Cause I don't, I don't really subscribe to that type of football. When I was a coach, I, it was, it was attack all the time. <laughs> and, and, and that's just because I'm a risk taker myself. I gamble and, and uh, my teams, they would always gamble. I'd always go for more. I'm, I'm, I'm a greedy bastard. So I did not really understand why for those 15 minutes, Potter felt the need to be subdued. And, it, it almost cost us, but then we pulled our head out of our ass and we said, fuck that noise. We're going to actually start attacking again. We're going to actually join the living and play this game the way we should be playing because we're the better team with better players. And we did, and then we really buried them. But ah, for the most part, again, I keep ruminating on those 15 minutes where we weren't playing like ourselves, and it was distasteful. But other than that, look, I I love a, I love a good Kai Havertz goal, and that – particular goal i think paul mariner had a who who's the guy on on bbc is it paul mariner uh, remember paul nah, something i, no I yeah, whoever it was he went he went ballistic over the goal um and it because it really does deserve praise that's a that's a futsal goal man that is that is schoolyard bullshit goal and i cannot believe he pulled that off in a in a Premier League game with such high stakes. But Enzo, you know, I mean, he, he just went right back to Buenos Aires playing in the street with no shoes on and just absolutely pulled that right out of his ass. And it was so cool. It was so cool. And Kai Kai knew it was coming, too. The synchronicity of it was was uh, was sublime. And, I mean, that's sometimes you have to remind yourselves that this is entertainment and this that's why we watch. It's not just about passion. It's not just about winning. It's, it's also entertaining. It's a Soccer is fun, man, and that was that was truly fun. Um, I, I, I had such a good time rewatching that goal because the, everybody was just stunned. There wasn't even really a celebration. Everyone was just like, "Holy shit!" And it was great, man. So look, another three points. I know Jerry's going to be super critical of this team, but I'm not going to because I am thrilled that we we're three for three. Uh, I mean, basically, we were at the precipice on the brink of Potter getting fired, and now it looks like he's going to be here for a long time. But that's football. Yeah, I mean, we, we've returned it round to how it was. I mean, we, we couldn't have dreamed three or four weeks ago to have three wins in a row. I know it's not it's not exactly the best of teams. I mean, Dortmund, I do think, is a decent team, no matter yeah. what people want to shit on the Bundesliga. Jared! At the level of how we've been, we couldn't beat fucking Grinsby at the moment, let alone Dortmund. <laughs> So I think the whole Bundesliga tax, yeah, that is a case when you're 
at the very top level, but we're not we've not been playing at the very top level for a while. So I, I think for us that's just a good, is a good win. Again, Leicester isn't playing the best, and Leeds aren't playing the best, but it's usually these teams that we struggle against. So I actually don't mind that we're beating the smaller teams because it's something that we've struggled for two, three years trying to break down. Um, what I liked yesterday in particular to other games is we just one seemed to be creating a lot of chances and two seemed a bit more free-spirited. It seemed to gel a lot better. You, Enzo Fernandez really started to get involved. Um, Kai Havertz was all over the place, uh, all over the place in a good way, uh, which was nice to see. And he's had now two good games in a row. I really do want him to push on that because this is what I want to see. If this is the Kai Havertz we're going to see more often and more often than not, then I'm fine with that. But we haven't seen this Kai Havertz for a long time, apart from a purple patch every so often. So I think we need from him. I'm just demanding consistency. I thought Mudrick played well enough um i don't think he was perfect but you can tell that he's a bit raw at the moment probably still not up to completely 100 percent match fitness and that take, does take time when you're coming off an off season and trying to catch up from everyone else um but i can see what's there for him and i can see other players doing quite well because we did have a fair few players out the reese james is Thiago silvers who are our two best players at the moment i can't complain um, obviously, we've got bigger teams coming up at the end of April, but we've got a bit of time to develop, work on our game um, and try and make ourselves the best possible team to play those teams. Um, I don't yeah. know what you guys think. Yeah, go ahead, Jared. Yeah, look, I, I know everybody thinks I'm negative. I just not overly positive. As, What's as the difference? What's well, the difference? I thought we played, made a, had a step forward. I thought we played better than the D- Dortmund game, than better than the game before that, okay? So we're taking baby steps. But I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, we're back. Oh, we're going to make top forward. Oh, everybody better watch out. Chelsea's back. No, I haven't seen that yet. So that's what I'm waiting on. You know, yeah. 3-1 versus Leicester is, 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 is a good result. If we win 3-1 at the Emirates, that's a great result, okay? Because of the level of the team and what it will mean. Um, yeah. I think so, you've just got, obviously we've just got to play who we've got to play at the moment, who's sure. in front of us. Um, I think for the games we've played, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. And this is better looking kind of at the table just now. Obviously now everyone's kind of played. We, do, we are now that much. We are on the grips of Brentford, Fulham, Brighton. We're five points off Liverpool. Obviously, we've both got the same game. So we're not, we're not that far, far off top four if we can continue pushing and continuing to get the wins. That's the problem. Unless we the consistency is the problem, we might win three and then lose two. It's not going to get right. us top four. We do need then, to win most of our games. And um, that's why I'm remaining even-keeled on this because, yes, we can go on a winning streak, but... What happens if we hit a losing streak again? Is everybody going to flip around and go, oh, now we need Potter out again? I'm going to stay Potter No, just out. you, Jared. Just you. I'm just going to stay Potter out until he wins the rest of the games this year, including the Champions League, and brings home a trophy. Then, then I'll be Potter in. Matt, Matt I, can, I can no longer abide this nonsense. This is Jared dying on the hill that he created. He just does not want to admit that he was wrong. 
He is as stubborn as I am. He is as arrogant as I am. And he was wrong about Dortmund, and he's going to continue to be wrong about this team. This is a very good team. We just got to figure it out. But no, nah, man, he's going to say, like uh, like Shania Twain, that don't impress me much. He's just going to continue yeah. to, to, to rat-a-tat-tat, that don't impress me much. And guess what, dog? You could continue to do that, and I'm going to continue to make fun of you. No, oh, that you make fun of me even if I wouldn't say that. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, at least I get to speak my mind this way, right? It don't impress me. I'm not impressed. <laughs> I'm a 17-year-old uh, millennial, or sorry, Gen Z girl with a cell phone and TikTok. I'm not impressed about anything. Meh, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, I don't think it was an impressive performance. I think we won the game, and that's all. Well, that doesn't mean it was impressive. I mean, uh, I, th- I think there were certain moments that were incredibly impressive. Sure. I mean, there was there was moments. There's moments almost every game you can point out and say that's yeah, impressive. Yeah, but brother, brother, when every time you ask for a ten out of ten performance, you're discounting the fact that this is not France. This is not Spain. This is Italy. Sorry, this is not Italy either. This is England, bro. This is a hard league. It's a hard country, bro. I, I'm sorry that sometimes we have to win ugly. Would I like us to be more pretty? Yes. Yes, I don't like defensive structures. I don't like defensive football. I hated Antonio Conte. Even when we won, I hated that football. I do want progressive football. I do want exciting football. Nevertheless, right now, we need wins, and you got to read the room. Yeah, I think we've got well, we've got next two same, games same, are same. Villa and Everton. I think Everton first and Villa. Um, mm. So they are, again, they're two games. If you can get wins in both of them, that's five wins on the bounce. And that can take that can potentially project us into that form. Obviously, we don't want to, Everton's one of them teams that they are a wounded animal at the moment, if you can say that, because they are in a relegation dogfight. And when yeah. you do get into late March, beginning of April, that's when these sort of teams are dangerous. And quite frankly, we do not have the best um, performance. We do not have the best um, form against Everton in the last few years. So. I don't think we can go into that game completely just big balls, big dick energy, and just say, "Yeah, we go smash for them." Um, but if we can, <laughs> if we can get that result, and then Aston Villa, it's a mid-table clash. I mean, Aston Villa aren't really doing anything this season, realistically. So potentially, if we can get a good, a decent result against that, which is, I'd say is a more of a step up compared to the Leicester's, your Leeds, your Everton's, um, then potentially we can push on and try and get results. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not. If we do quite well now, and then we say we struggle against Arsenal, City, um, United, that we've got eventually after. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to be straight away going Potter in, Potter out, Potter in, shake it all, Potter in, out, shake it all about. It will just be how do we do in the performances? What, what is our level right now, and what do we need to improve on? Um, it's just a test. We'll see where we get on. Um, and yeah, obviously we've got the chat. Uh, Champions League as well in between that and that's the one we really do need to focus on um, going into go on. I hate to throw a spanner in all of that but we do have a what two week international break in between Everton and Aston Villa so you know anything can happen over international break yeah that is the that is the really frustrating part that I looked at and just went why is it why is it come at this time at this time we're finally hitting form and then as well, we seem why. to have hit a confidence but that's just, how this it's year's typical. been it's typical that's- that's how this year's been. But the Whenever good, the we good, get rolling, good, is something happens. The good thing is it's not 12.30 kickoff that we've got after the national break. That is usually the one that kills us. So yeah. 5.30, it's 5.30. We can sit down in the evening. You guys, it will be 
more daytime for you guys. So it's all it's all, all fine handy dandy. I can watch it on TV without needing to stream at three o'clock. All good. All good. Um, but <laughs> yeah, you, you don't have to chop up your own thumbnail, eh, Matty? No, I actually don't. I, don't, I hopefully don't. Have to chop up oh own. my god! Um, but uh, moving on, moving on to individual players, and I'll let Ryan have his dues with Kai Havertz because again, it was another decent game from him. Ryan, yeah. what did you think of Kai Havertz's game? Sublime. Uh, he's 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 a wonderful player. He's he's a weird player, man. I mean, that that's one thing that fans have a difficult time appreciating him is because he's six four. He's goofy. Uh, he kind of looks weird, and I mean, I don't mean to hate on him, but he's kind of a goofy-looking guy, and his style is atypical, okay? He, he's a non-orthodox player, so again, people don't really know how to comp him. Like, when you look at Harry Kane, you say, that's a great striker, okay? That's a great striker that gets involved in everything. He creates, he scores, wonderful player. With Kai, uh, he's just different, and because of it, people uh, tend to not know what to think about him. But I happen to love his uniqueness. I enjoy, uh, you know, unique players. I think Zlatan was a unique player. Um, I think Kai is, is a unique player. I think Mateo Kovic is a unique player. And I, and I appreciate uh, the atypical nature at which they pursue their craft. To me, um, I feel as though I'm an atypical person. And so I appreciate it. Uh, but no, Kai was great. Kai, once again, getting so involved. Um, when he receives balls... Uh, back to the goal and he turns and you know whether it's whether it's a quick uh ball back to the center mid or he turns and plays it to a wing he's always looking to create he's always looking uh to get everybody else involved and that's what i really appreciate most about his game is that he's a very unselfish player um and he, he wants to create you can you can just tell he's kind of a mixture between an attacking mid and the striker he's in that you know sort of no man's land zone but what he does do very well is that he brings everybody else into the foyer. And I really appreciate that about his game. Once again, he scored a great goal. Uh, I think he got an assist as well. And I'm very pleased with him. And no matter what happens next season, when we bring in Christopher and Kunku, I know that there's always going to be a place for Kai. Graham Potter constantly says how good Kai is. And you can just tell that he loves him. Chelsea loves him. And this pipe dream that Jared and all the other haters have of, us selling on Kai, it's not happening. It's just not. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens at the end of the season. Yeah, I'll... okay, okay. We'll see, we'll see. I, okay. I, I, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't be surprised if it does happen. But we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens at, at the end of it. Um, okay. Another person that played pretty well, obviously um, got his goal and absolutely stuck it at the Leicester fans who are, I thought pretty just ridiculous in terms of booing Fafana and Chilwell all game, which I don't really see what they've done apart from pursue their career and make a better club for themselves and give Leicester a fuck ton of money. That's all I think they've done. Um, a but ton of money, Matt. A ton of money. What are you complaining about? Yeah, I, 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 I was having a few arguments with some Leicester fans today. Uh, we bought Wesley Fafana for $80 million. We gave them $80 million for a 21-year-old unproven centre-back. Give me a break with this booing shit. But uh, what made me laugh is they were, mo- they were like, oh, how dare Chihuahua celebrate like that? I was like, oh, maybe it's because you've been booing him and giving abuse all the game. For three years! But there you go. It, it, is, it is what it is. Um, what did you think of Ben's game, Jesters? Yeah, I, I think that uh, Benny and the Jets is coming back. 
you know the Jets. he he's he's actually a, a very very good left back i think he's probably 1a and 1b with teo hernandez teo's probably a little bit better on defense if i'm being honest but there's not much when Chile gets going, it's 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 bad for everybody else and good for us. Uh, a goal and two assists in the last three games. Uh, we, I, I would you know we were wanting that from our our strikers, our forwards, you know, coming up for the from the last uh, three games, you know, and then we're getting this from a wing back now, and he is almost a savant from that left hand side. Uh, with his crosses, he puts them, he just doesn't hit them. He places them. Yeah. And that is what I enjoy the most is he's a very good passer to the ball. As I, I think Kukurea is too. I just don't think he's as aggressive offensively as, as Chilwell is. Um, but you Chilwell. Know- a good chill well is it? I'll take that in day of the week. Yeah, Jared, there's that's an interesting article. Simon Johnson's uh, have being a busy boy this morning and this afternoon. Uh, he wrote an article saying Ben is happy at Chelsea and hitting top form. It's no wonder Manchester City would like him. He must not be sold. I, I cannot imagine that Graham Potter and Vavell would sanction the sale of Ben Chilwell. There's I no think, way. I think there would have to be a fuck ton fee. Yeah. I, I think you... You would have to, I would say, they'd have to break the record for a fullback, which I don't know what actually the fullback record is for. I think we, it's Kukurea. Oh, yeah. yeah that, they, would, they, they would have to obliterate that, that fee, I think. I, I think you're talking 90, 100. Yeah. But yeah. To, to even consider a, convers- consider a phone call. Um, but I, I I just don't understand because there is so many fans that still do not like Ben Chilwell to this day, and I cannot understand the logic. I remember the worldwide Chelsea days where you had Kozilla saying that T- Kieran Tierney and the fucking Everton left back were better players than Ben Chilwell. Uh, can, can, can I offer a solution? Can I offer you a uh, a solution as to why they don't like him? Why didn't oh. you like him? Oh, because you're one of them. Oh, yes. No, no, I love Ben Chilwell. I, 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 can I offer uh, an idea as to why certain males in English. England do not like him? It's because English. Ben Chilwell is too pretty. Ben Chilwell is a delicious-looking man, all right? And I think that a lot of people that don't like him want to sleep with him, and they hate the fact that they can't. I think that is it, because if it is about football, then there is no reason to to dislike Ben Chilwell. There's well, no reason. I think what well, I'm going to come out and say it is, in this particular instance, it's because of the flag that sits next to his name. Uh, Eng- oh, he, England? Eng- okay. Because oh, when... Because when, he is not one of them. He's not one of them typical plain, plain Jane England players. Uh, he definitely isn't. Well, I, I just think it's because people wanted... Uh, Oh, who's the uh, Argentine, Argentinian left back that was at, um, was he at Ajax forever? Oh, Tagliafico. Don't forget Regulon. Yeah, yeah. Regulon. Oh, anybody but, but Chilwell. It was anybody but Chilwell. I really so, liked Chilwell. I really and liked it doesn't make sense. This guy is fantastic. And when you yeah. have a 
fully fit and in his pump, Reese James, at right wing back? I'm sorry, I don't think I would get them, I would drop them uh, further back just to put a DM in, a third midfielder, because I think what they bring offensively as wingbacks and how difficult it is to defend us when they're in their full pump, you know, it would take a hell of a player coming in to change that right now because how many... How many offensive players in the world put in balls um, like, uh, you know, Chilwell and Reese James can? So yeah. why would you want to stunt them at all? So, it, I mean, like I said, you're going to have to get one hell of a DM that makes everybody be more attacking. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think just don't let him, just don't let him go. Don't strengthen the rival. Um, if you want to do what Tottenham did when we like the players like Modric and that, just say nope, no English club. See you later. If you want, if by if if if, Ch- if Ben Chilwell really wants to leave and go to Bayern, to Real Madrid, Barcelona, and they want to stump up a huge fee, which I don't think they can do at the moment, then maybe be my guess. Don't let them go, Man City, and not especially while they are absolute frauds. Um, <laughs> and I, I mean fraudulent in terms of the actual criminal way because that's what they're doing at the moment. Um, but it is what it is. Um, going into other parts of the game, and again, another person that I I ch- kept changing my mind up throughout the game, Mateo Kovacic, um, obviously mm. next to Enzo Fernandez, who we don't need to go into because he's just beautiful yeah. in terms of football player. Absolutely fantastic. But Mateo Kovacic, one minute, he was pissing me off in terms of losing the ball and not controlling the game. But then comes in with that wonderful goal that we don't usually see from conversation. Maybe we do want to see a little bit more. Um, but we know at least that that is there. Um, Jess, what did you think of Kovacic's game, especially him pairing next to Enzo, which seems to be the chosen kind of midfield pair at the moment? Well, I think that is until Conte gets back. And I think they'll, they'll rotate depending on the situation, how they want to utilize that position. Um, so we all know that Conte, when Conte is doing Conte stuff, there's probably um, not too many players and midfielders in the world you'd rather have on the pitch. Um, so what I, what I would say is, um, yeah, for right now, and them being able to both attack because we have three three center backs behind them, it allows them to play not as defensive. So that's great. They can play forward. The problem is when the back four, one of them has to stay behind a little bit. And that's where the pairing becomes kind of off-kiltered because you don't get Enzo being able to do Enzo things going forward as much. So... Um, if you stay in the back three, yeah, pair them, let them go. Uh, of course, Kovacic will only score brilliant out of these world, out of this world goals. I mean, a simple tap in or a simple shot, nope, can't do that. It's got to be a kung fu kick from wherever on the pitch. The dude must take kung fu or karate or at least have really good yoga instructor because I don't know how he gets his legs in those positions without pulling something. 
God knows if I did that, I'd, I'd be without a groin right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so fair play to him. And look, I, I have my differences with Kovacic about the things that I want to see from him that I haven't seen uh, consistently. But he does brilliant stuff. And that's why people love it. So yeah, I mean, I mean, Ryan, do you think um, Kante should come back in once he's fully fit and ready to go, or do you, would you prefer an Enzo cover partnership in the midfield? Well, I'm a slave to aesthetically pleasing football. Uh, no, Angola Kante has never been my cup of tea, and I feel as though we should just keep this rolling the way that it is. I think that Enzo and Kova have got a unique chemistry. Obviously, it's fun to play with Mateo Kovacic. And there was, a, there was just a report the other day, because this is pretty topical, saying that uh, there are a lot of midfielders in the Premier League that say Mateo Kovacic is the player they like playing against the least. And that is because he's very difficult to catch. He's a very shifty player. I always bring up the futsal thing, but he plays like he's playing futsal. Same with Enzo. And uh, it's just, it's very difficult to play against a player that just does not uh, do typical stuff. I mean, he's just he's he's always attacking. He's always looking to slide in between players. He's always looking to pursue space. And uh, it's very difficult to catch him. And that's why I love him. That's why he's my favorite player. And so, no, I would definitely want us to keep this partnership going again Conte, Conte is not skilled enough, guys. He does not have enough football skill to play the type of central midfield that I would like. I know Jared's always talking about what I would like. Well, what I would like is a center mid that can dribble, that can pass, and that has a first touch. Conte does not have any of those things, in my opinion, my humble opinion. And uh, Kova does. He's great. And I really hope that he signs a new deal. I hope that he stays uh, we're a better team with him. We're a more dangerous team with him. He's a crazy talented player. And I just, I love uh, how much talent he has cultivated over the years of his career because he's been everywhere. He was in Inter. He was at Real Madrid. He's won four Champions Leagues. He is a great professional. And on top of everything, he speaks five languages and apparently everybody loves him. So I would love to have him stay at the club. I know that we will eventually talk about this massive clear out that's happening at Chelsea, but I do not want him to be one of the casualties. Him and Enzo, I, I love the partnership and I want them to keep it going. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'd, I can see both sides in terms of having oh, Kovacic next to Enzo and um, having Kovacic Kante. Um, I think there are, I, I probably, I personally think it's more, there are certain games where you want a Kante and there's certain games you want a Kovacic, yeah. I don't think it's so much of a you you have to play Kovacic or you have to play Kante. I think with Kante's injuries, save him for the games that's needed, um, specifically um, because it, it it's better for team it's better for that team around. And I think you know Enzo is that one consistent guy that's got to be in the midfield because unlike Jorginho, he actually knows how to pass the ball forward, which is quite <laughs> nice. Um, Jorginho, I, 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 I was I, I kept looking at the I kept looking at the pass that he made. And just looking, I was like, let's draw arrows the way Jorginho would have passed it. And it was just sideways, backwards. Um, would have made an easy pass and we would have just recycled the ball for about a thousandth time um, and not get anywhere. <laughs> so it is what it is. But w- is there anything else in terms of the match that you guys particularly wanted to discuss at all? Uh, like Miss Wesley Fofana just continuing yeah. to prove why he is so talented. 
He was worth the wait. He was worth the money. He's going to be here a very long time. He's a great player. He has he has a great attitude. I really enjoy players that love the game. I loved the game. I always it was it never felt like a chore to me until my knees basically buckled. Uh, it never felt like a chore. And for him, it doesn't feel like a job. It just it just looks as though he enjoys himself so much. He wants to get in there. He's a very brave player and. I, I just I, I think that one of the captaincies, um, whether it's vice or the head captain, I think he should be considered for one of them, maybe vice captain eventually, because, again, his attitude is wonderful. And you could just tell that he really wants to be the best possible center back that he can be. Some, for some guys, you could tell it's a job, it's a paycheck, but not with him. It's 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 an emotional thing with him, and I really I really love seeing that type of stuff. Yeah, I, I do want to ask this question because I've I've heard this a lot, and from the angle that that the only angle I saw this from, I can't understand it, but maybe other broadcasters gave you different angles. Was the uh, DACA goal? Been hearing that that Kepa should have done better, but from the angle I saw it. I don't know when he actually picked up the fly of the ball. So can somebody I, I, I think help me just, out on this? I, I, I have I no think, idea. I think it's just a th- an easy thing that commentators at the moment like to say. Yeah. And have said before that, oh, yeah, maybe Kepa could have done better. It was like, I remember, I think it was, well, funny enough, it was the Leicester um, FA Cup final. And everyone was like, oh, he should have done much better with that. I'm kind of like... It's in the top corner. It's like, I guess, yes, maybe he could have done a little bit better if you want to be really critical. But the man is, the man is what the man is not the biggest goalkeeper in the world. Some things he's just not going to be able to get to, and that's yeah. fine because he makes up for it. He makes up for his height generally with the speed he can leap off when he's going to make these saves. Um, but I, I don't think there's really much you can blame Kepa for in terms of that um, save. The, I personally, I think the goal should solely be put on Jao Felix for losing the ball in a stupid position. I yeah. think he, he didn't. Jao Felix didn't do complete, didn't do a lot wrong in that game. But that is something you've solely got a square on Jao Felix's head that he should not be playing the ball like that, that close to our area, that silly. Um, and he'll learn from that. He'll learn from that. I'm sure. I don't. I don't think Jao Felix is someone that will do that again. I think you will learn that hard and fast and then won't do that again. Obviously, yeah. it may be a chance he might not be able to do that again in terms of he might not be here next season to do that again. But we're we'll asking. Oh, whoa! Pump the <laughs> brakes. You bet your ass he's going to be here next season. I, 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 I'm, oh! I'm, I, I'm just saying he may not be here next season because it's a that is a, that is a scorching I'm, take by Matthew J. Paul. I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying that's what I want. It's, I'm just saying what might happen. Oh, whew, that just sends my eyebrows. It's at least 50 50 because it either is or he isn't. That's two yeah. choices. I, I, there's, <laughs> there's so many reports saying Chelsea loves him and they're going to buy him. So I, I think it's more along the lines of Athletical Madrid can't wait to get that money, honey. Like, seriously. We're going to give them right. like 70, we're probably giving them like 70 million or maybe 50 in a player. That's a ton of money. They're, they're, they'll be more than happy to do it considering uh, La Liga. As, as as an identity, they're going after clubs that are financially um, bad boys. 
Like they are, they are targeting the hell out of Barcelona. And it's not just for the fact that they paid the referees for 17 years and cheated the game and betrayed the spirit of the game, which they absolutely did. And they've been found guilty of it and they should be, they should burn in hell for it. But La Liga is, is saying, no, you are going to be, uh, you are going to be financially prudent or you cannot play. And so I, I, they, they need the money and we're, we're going to give it to him because he's great. Yeah, I think less. I think the thing is with Atletico Madrid, and this is what I've always said when we've gone to sign Atletico Madrid players, is they know that they're, they've never been a sustainable club financially. They know that they, there isn't the most finance in the world. They haven't got the finances of Brazil, uh, uh, Barcelona and um, Real Madrid. So they have to sell players. They've always been a selling club. And they will be happy to sell the money um, for Xiao Felix. I do think they want to recoup as much money as they can from what they paid from before. But even if you think of depreciation, they've used some of that already. So he's not going to cost 150 million, like people keep saying. I do think it'll be no way. probably around half of that because he hasn't, it's not like he's exactly lit up that round uh, 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 Atletico Madrid either. Um, but we'll wait and see whether we actually come to that. I, 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 I would like to see if he comes in. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind him staying, uh, coming. But if he doesn't come, for me, it's not the complete end of the world either. Oh, that is such a British take, Matt. That's such a British take. I, I, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, that's more British than the name Dewsbury Hall. Y'all as a culture are so nonplussed. It's so irritating. At no, it's, I it's wouldn't mind like, it. No, but like in, in, yeah, Pulp in the Fiction, fact, Pulp Fiction, the movie. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. No, but in, in, I, I, in the I, fact, in the fact that we 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 are, we have him cuckoo coming in, so it's not like we don't have no. enough to. And and so if we if we were to say, right, we're not going to get Felix, but we're going to bring Oshiman in instead, then I'm not I'm not against that at all. Okay. I'm not. Totally, I'm, I, I look at that and go, well, that's fine. We've got enough. We've got uh, quite a bit of talent. It'd be nice to have Felix on top, of course, but. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too greedy. I'm not too greedy. Well, I am. I'm a greedy bastard. And we know. I would, I, I would pay Atletico a hundred million for Jao Felix. Yeah. As long as there was a deal that they came back and bought Romelu Lukaku for the oh, price. Oh yeah. I, I, I would. I would. I That's would my deal. Offload him. They can just take Calamardo or Doya as a like, little uh, side payment. No, no. no I want him to go to Arsenal and flop. Yeah. No, I just I I I just want Calamard. Uh, as long as Calamard's although he's not back here this summer, that's all I care about. Yeah. Well, well, maybe maybe Bayern will come back in for him. Maybe he's maybe. he's such a virus. I cannot believe that he tanked so hard at his loan club. They can't stand him. It's yeah. it's amazing. And this 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 is this is, this is don't forget Bundesliga, which is literally made for attackers. It's yeah, it's there. so open. Like, I mean, give me a break, bro. It's it's not it's not like he's at a big club that he that you're you can understand it potentially struggling at or whatever. Um, he's had multiple years to get over his injury, which yes, it was a bad injury. But when we talk when we're comparing it to Ruben Loftus Cheek, it was half the amount of time that he was out compared to Ruben Loftus Cheek. And Ruben Loftus Cheek is back and much more closer to his form than Kalamazoo ever has been. Um, he wasn't that good in the, in the beginning anyway. He was overrated from the start. Yeah. Uh, Maurizio was, Sarri uh, was forced by the board to play Calvin Hudson and Dort. And he Maurizio, was forced. Sarri, Maurizio Sarri was right all along. Yeah. 
<sighs> he, he, he was forced to start that young man. And it, and that's, you know, we have some Yahoo out there saying, well, the board is forcing Potter not to put Mount on the bench. That's bullshit. <laughs> that is the biggest load of crap that I've ever heard one ass spew. So, uh, do you, do you I, want, the funny part about Johnny is because we're going to get in, might as well get. Oh, I'm talking again. about Johnny. Who's oh, Johnny? I'm. Uh, oh, I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> but <laughs> was, he got it, you it, there, it, Maddie. It, 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 it was the it was the video the other day. Um, oh yeah, Carlito put it about how he's calling Todd Bowley a drunk and that he's this, he, oh he's wearing a pair of tracksuit bottoms or whatever. How how dare he? I'm like. Dude, he's a fucking billionaire. I don't think he gives a shit um, what clothes he wears, and that is coming from the guy that just uh, wears Stoline and merch all the di- all the time. I don't think you can judge other people's clothing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, dude, I and, love I love a boozy billionaire, brother. I love I love the idea. And 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 again, it, it, it's it's the thing of we hold on a minute. We can't we can't criticize we can't hate on mount personally which I, I agree i don't think you should hate on anyone personally i think that is when you're starting across the line you can judge him as a footballer and footballing ability but as soon as you start hating personally and all that that, that, that that fair enough is across the line but then on the other side he starts calling Bowley a drunk and all that it's like well hold on you're going at Bowley personally here it's like he yeah. won't give a shit because he's a billionaire but hey. still it just puts in more of the hip- hip- hypocrisy and as I said, that I don't forget that tweet that he put out seven weeks ago, where he said, "Oh, I, I will debate anyone on my channel." Both me and Carlito put put our names down, and Radio Silence. No surprise there, because he yeah. just wants people that he can win against. Um, well, again, um, if you you were what if you were a billionaire and you spent a bunch of other people's billions to buy a club and you were watching what he was watching, you'd drink too. Quite simple. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sobering up now though. Yeah. And I thought that was part of the English football con- culture was to, to have a beer. At yeah. The game. That, that if, if, if I'm going to look at Johnny or I'm going to look at Todd Bowley and go, who's the drunk? Yeah. I don't think I'm going to choose Todd Bowley, not going to lie. Yeah. I think I'm going to choose the other one, Mr. Stone Island, Stella. Oh. And, You're a long and, way from Starbucks, mate! So he, did, he didn't like the fact that Bowley hugged Potter in the tunnel, showing unity and proper chels and all that. That, that. that doesn't count for anything? That, dude, they, it's just these are just Americanisms. They, they are hating on this guy because he's very American. Dude, owners hug coaches all the time. In the NBA, it happens every week. It's just a thing. It just it's him publicly showing everybody, especially the people that love to talk about this shit, that he's behind him. What's wrong plus, with that? That was Bowley's guy. It's Bowley his guy. To, yeah, he went to the, to the match for this guy. <sighs> And they're both probably pretty relieved. And even, you know, if if people want to find stuff like that to hate, it's not proper enough. Get out of here. If people can't, you know, want to hate on stuff like that, I I don't want to give those people time of my of my day and my life because they're just toxic people that that want other people to feel as bad and as little as they are. That's just the way it is. 
But right. let's get back. Let's get back to football because we do have to talk about Mason Mount. All and, right. So and he, how I got this. I got this one. I got this one. By virtue of Simon Johnson Sport, very good journalist. Very good journalist. Uh, Chelsea are planning a mass clear out, partly to reduce the size of the squad, as head coach Graham Potter has more than thirty players in the senior ranks. <clears throat> Here's the caveat. If there are any doubts over a contract extension, the club will do their utmost to sell them. This includes Mason Mount, Mateo Kovacic, Cesar Azpilicueta, he, he can go for free, Christian Pulisic, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, and Ruben Soft-Ass Cheeks. All those guys. So if there is any doubt, if there is any waffling, any wavering, they're gone. And that is a hard line to take, but I do respect how clear they've made it. I think it's a fair take. I mean, if, if anyone is not signing the contract, I don't care who they are, then you, you have to move them on while you still can, while you can still make money out of them. And it's fair to the players too, so at least they know where they stand. You either sign the contract extension if one's being offered to you. There's few people on that list, they're not even going to offer the contract extension to. They're just going to be gone this summer irregardless. So, ah, 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 don't say that. That's a, that's a non-standard word. That is a malapropism. Irregardless is not a word. Keep it moving. Well, we are talking to English football fans. <laughs> oh, we're not, we're not all English. To this. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a word. Keep it moving. Okay. okay. Thank you, Grammar Nazi. I appreciate that. I, you bet your ass. <laughs> you bet your ass. Um, but yeah, it, it, they have to clear people out. They have to get the salary down. There's, there's gonna, there's going to be players go that you're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. And I think the dark horse to go is Raheem Sterling. Ooh, Ooh. I, I mean, I, I still don't think he'll go, but maybe go. That is a dark to leave. That is a take. I think he'll go to Arsenal for sixty million pound. Whew. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Chelsea's in the business of strengthening rivals, man. Is that strengthening them, though? Uh, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I think it would strengthen them. Well, it yeah. may not start for them, but it strengthens their depth. Yeah. Well, I have not been too impressed with the guy this year, to say the least. Yes, I understand. You can say that about everybody else in the team. <laughs> but this guy was supposed to be the truth, the difference maker. He was going to be the anti-Timo Werner, and he's turned out to be Timo Werner. And actually, he's not as good outside the box as Timo because Timo has more pace. Um, I just I don't know if this guy's going to be able to play his role in the team because he hasn't done enough to start – Will he be happy coming off the bench? That's why he came here. It's because he didn't want to come off the bench anymore. So speaking of bench and speaking of, you know, keeping it thematically with Mason Mount, and this is what made Johnny Minerals and all of those Mount heads go nuts, is that Mason Mount was just dropped. It had nothing to do with fitness. It had nothing to do with availability. He was available. The reports are he was 100% fit. He's been training all week. We've seen it. Chelsea is still plugging that player as though he's the bee's knees. And Graham just dropped him. 
And uh, I think it's pretty telltale sign. Now, publicly, Graham says, oh, I love Mason, and it's a contract situation between club and player. I don't want to get involved. I don't know how much he loves Mason. I don't I, – I, because if you look at it objectively and you watch the way that he plays, he is he is a blah player. He, he's a B-minus player. He's just okay. He would be good on a team like Aston Villa, a team like Everton. Speaking about Everton, we have to play both those guys. Uh, you know, even, even a team like Brentford. He would be a good player on that team. He is not a starter at Chelsea. I have said this the entire time that I've had, been forced to watch him play is that he's, he's just an okay player. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. But since he's handsome, since he's on TikTok doing stupid videos with his ugly girlfriend, like, I just... Uh, he, he, has, he has manufactured this cult of himself that is not actually based in reality. He is a cult of personality with no substance behind it. And I just, I just don't understand why people cannot see what I can see. And maybe it's because I'm removed from it. I, my opinion of him is objective i do not have a horse in this race i'm not english i don't like the english national team I, in fact i like them when they lose like i root against the english national team that's me and I, so i have no horse in this race i have no emotional tie to mount i love the city of london but he ain't even from there all right and so look for me i look at this objectively and i say as a footballer as a footballer he's just not very good and, and the, the the fact that he has built this ardent really rabid fan base behind him that's shrinking by the day it it, it just it's just a testament to how it, it's marketing over merit i keep saying it marketing over merit because there's not a lot of merit there i don't care if he scored easy goals against bad teams it it does nothing for me like like shania twain and justice keep saying it don't impress me much man and i just i just look at him as a footballer and i say this guy there, there's a lot of fuss for nothing and it, it just he just don't impress me much and that, that's the thing with this this idea. I mean, we're playing back three now. So, again, we're in the same situation of, for Mason Mount's true position, the position's not there anymore. It doesn't exist. So, and I do not want... I, I'm, I, I've, I've had it up to here of playing him in an advanced forward position because he's not good enough. And that's why yeah. I think he has to hold bench. I, don't, I, don't, I think he's not... Until he signs that contract... If he, sign, if he, if he signs that contract... I'm more than happy for him to fight for the team. Whether he gets on, on, on the pitch or off the pitch, not my problem. But while he's not signed a contract, I don't think he deserves to play. Especially when you have... It's not like we were where we before. We had just incom, incompetent players around him and he probably had to play. You have Xiao Felix now. You have Raheem Sterling. You have Mikhail Mudrik. You have Noni Madueke, who hasn't had a lot of game time. You have Kai Havertz up front. You have other players, Dutcher Fofana, that could potentially come back in when he's a bit more fitter. You have players there. You don't, you don't, it's not, it's not that time anymore where you have to play Madison Mount in the wing because there's no one else. You have Pulisic, you have Ziyech if you really want to use Ziyech. So you, you, you don't have to play Mount in the forward for anymore. I, I, I don't think, I, I don't see a position in there. If, it, if, we, if we go back to a back four, fair enough, there's a debate of where Mount goes. But, at the moment, I just don't think he's until he signs the contract. I don't want to hear Mason Mount being in the team. He, he can come off the bench if he really wants to, and play off the bench. But you've re, you've really got to fight for your Chelsea career. Um, and I, I don't want to ha- I don't want to have arguments about oh how much he should get this, how much he should get that. Because at the end of the day, it's up to him and the club. He has his valuation. Club have their valuation. Of course, there is a 
some form of negotiation. I think both sides have a a value that they can go down to or up to. Um, and there there is a bit there is not just a hard you have to have this or you're going out the door. There is some sort of leeway. But if they don't if they don't close up the, their gaps, whether it is image rights or contract years or the wage itself, then he'll go in the summer. And I think it's it, the club are well in their right to do that. Oh yeah. But unfortunately, there are some people that do not want to hear that. Um, but what I like is the fact that, and I know some people have said this on Twitter, and it's being very controversial to say that we've played better in the last few games since Mason Mounts has been completely gone. <laughs> Kai Havertz has looked much better. And I always said with Mason and Kai, they are too similar in a way when they're both up top in terms of they're hey. both more central liking players. They both like to drop down into that space. And I think that I, I I never thought them two playing together up top was it just didn't it didn't impress me at all. I think we need different players up top. So he went and, for Shania Twain. That didn't it impress me. Don't impress me <laughs> but... <laughs> much. <laughs> and, and and don't do that, Matt, because I'm the progenitor of that. That Mason Mouth and Shiners cannot play together. No, but, but me That's and a you, dollar word. Me, huh? and you, me and you have had that. We've been saying this on this pod for a while, but okay. now. Now it's come to fruition, and we're getting proven right on that aspect. Yeah, same player, but but Kai Havertz is better. <laughs> Just yeah. is bigger, faster, stronger. Um, can do more with the ball at his feet. Why would you I, need Mason Mount when you have Kai Havertz? Look, I Jared, let's just call it spade a spade. I think it's working itself out. I it think is. that this guy, it, it, it's it's not going to be a difficult transition away from Mount. I think it's going to be pretty seamless. We'll sell them to, I don't know, Atletico Madrid or Liverpool or Man United or whatever. And people will cry and say, this is the De Bruyne debacle. This is the Mo Salah debacle. It is not because those two players do not have limitations athletically. And there was so much room for them to grow and so much room for them to improve. But with Mount, dog, you can see how limited he is athletically. You can already see his ceiling as a player. And it's not very high, so he's not going to get that much better. He's he is not Frank Lampard, and uh, you know there are going to be some pissed off fans, and maybe people will defect from Chelsea, and maybe those are the right people that should go anyway. Yeah, can you imagine Hinati brings in Harry Kane and Mason Mount this summer? Oh, they're, 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 I know there's a section of their fan base that would lose it. <laughs> Just absolutely lose it. Oh, they, what? You don't think they love Weghorst? <laughs> well, what I'm saying is that Harry Kane has passed it and has has never won anything of significance in his life. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I I I like my uh, world class strikers to have uh, a lot of trophies in their cabinets. That's just something about me. I like winners, not stat batters. That's 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 not an original take at all. Uh, hey, I didn't say I'm always a Richard. <laughs> I'm with you, Jared. I don't. Harry Kane is probably very frustrated with the direction of, that his brother has grafted his career. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm with you on that, but I still think he's a fine player. I mean, it he's seems like it, se- it seems like people people should stop listening to their brothers. I mean, Kalamazadoy listened to his brother ruin, ru- ruined his career even more. Harry Kane, listen to his brother, ruining his career 
Just stop listening to your family. Just let make your own decisions. Come on. They go all the way back to Cain and Abel. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what are you trying to say? Brothers suck. Yeah, just don't listen to your brothers. I like I like my brother. I don't listen to him. <laughs> oh, I, my, my brother! My brother will be listening to this, and I can tell you absolutely, he sucks. <laughs> I'm not going there. My brother's the balls, but uh, um, <laughs> that is that is that is very funny, man. <laughs> oh, any, anyway, we we have hit near enough an hour. Um, is there anything else we wanted to discuss before finishing up? Any? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I I gotta give it to Koulibaly, man. <laughs> Once again, a great performance. I can't believe he pulled uh, a step over cross to Ben Chilwell. That was that was some outrageous techers, and uh, I I'm very impressed. That's such that's such a winner move. That's it's just he's just like fuck this. I'm going to create something out of nothing. I, I love that, and he, he, people are lessening their criticism of him. People are not calling for his head. People are not calling for his sale. And I love it because he is a very good player. Yeah. yeah I just got I, to see, witness Cooley Baller. Uh, wah, 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 Cooley wah. Baller. That is, that is yeah, brutal, Jared. I know. <laughs> I, I, do, I do think what we do have to take into account, I, I think him playing in the middle of the back three, either side of two good centre-backs, does help him out a little bit. Um, I think that does protect him a little bit more and is giving him a bit more confidence. But it would like I would like to see in a how in a back four in the Premier League he still gets on. I think there's still some unanswered questions of Kulabali and personally goes to a back four. Silva is my preferred candidate alongside either Wesley Fafana or Badia Shile. And then when Silva goes, I still think Sil- uh, Badia Shile and Wesley Fafana would be my centre back pairing. Yeah. Uh, well, my final thoughts would be, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers to Garnacho and his ankle, which apparently was broken for five minutes, and then he miraculously recovered after giving the performance of a lifetime on the on the ground. So thoughts and prayers to his ankle, which went from being broken in half to not being injured at all. Man, I really, really hope that the Virgin Mary played a part in it, because. He looked like he was really in pain, and then he wasn't at all, and that is a miracle. And and my final thoughts are uh, to the Man United fans, uh, kind of a uh, a life lesson and a warning: stay off the beaches until you until you get all the sand out of your cracks, because it must be very <laughs> Jesus irritating. Christ! <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. I don't know where to go. I, I'm I'm sort of a uh, stunned. <laughs> In the stream, <laughs> but yeah, you're not United sucked today. Um, yeah, and all I'm gonna say is Liverpool lost against bottom of the league. No one's talking about Klopp sacking Chelsea lose against bottom of the league. Yeah, everyone, every man, dog, woman's cat, best friend, whatever, is talking about Potter going. Um, so I'll just leave that there because I think Klopp should. Probably look to leave at the end of the season because they, they just look dreadful. Liverpool are dreadful. They got lucky that Man United completely dropped the ball last week and that suddenly made them look like, think they're the best team in the world again. But they look absolute shit and I can't wait for Liverpool to fail even more because I hate Liverpool. I can't stand Liverpool. Uh, so, yeah, 
that 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 will be my hot take for the by the end of it. But thank you all for listening for an hour and three minutes. Um, it was good to be back after a few weeks of us not being able to get a pod together just because of sheer organisation. It's been terrible, but we will look to be as consistent as possible. Fingers crossed weekly. Um, I will look to try and get some women's pods out as well. Uh, I have been dialing Wayne every day to try and get one. So we will get one together uh, and you'll hear wonderful Wayne's voice once again. Uh, But Jesters, Carlito, thank you for coming on once again. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. And I hope that Barcelona goes into administration. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Corrupt team. Corrupt team. So guys, so guys, make sure you do check us out on obviously Spotify, Apple. Um, Check out our merch that is in uh, our new website, www. What is the website again? Worldbytechels.com. There it is. There it is. There it is. Good uh, Lord, Matthew. I, I, I decided to write it wrong in my notes, so I just got confused <laughs> looking at it. But there you go. He's got notes. What a nerd. Hey, I, nerd. You, you guys just jump. You guys just jump on. I have to do all the hard work behind it. Ah, I'm sorry that charisma comes easy to me, Matthew. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Ditto. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you check out the merch and the website. uh, And we'll see you soon next week for another podcast.